and welcome to another episode of At Your Convenience. I'm your host, Jackson Lewis, and I'm joined today by Mike Fogarty, founder of Choice Market over in Denver, Colorado. Uh, Mike, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jackson. Appreciate it. So, Mike, uh, you have a bit of an unusual uh, setup for uh, as far as convenience stores goes. You have a, a bevy of checkout options at the Choice Market stores. So, and once you decided that Choice would have this wide variety of checkout options, how did you decide what options to offer? Yeah, I think, you know, we always wanted to have um, an omni-channel experience and, you know, or multi-channel experience so that customers have the ability to order ahead, whether they're at their, you know, cubicle ordering lunch or, you know, they're ordering catering event for, you know, 50 people. Uh, or, you know, they're just uh, want to grab some groceries pretty quickly. You know, we always knew that, you know, the ability to order online, the, the ability to order through third party delivery companies, uh, really as many channels as possible met the needs of our particular target market. So um, from day one, we we really offered these options. Now, in, in, in the past year, we've kind of built our own custom platform to to offer that ability to, to order ahead, to order delivery um, through one of our electric vehicles or, you know, order through a kiosk. Like, so the multitude of options obviously fits the brand, fits the name, um, but was always kind of like the premise of the business from day one. So, you know, this this omni-channel experience was was really quintessential to, to the business model. And I think we're just um, uh, actually... Uh, effectuating it and, uh, you know, rolling it out here. And so far, so good. Yeah, uh, Choice was definitely doing omni-channel before it was cool. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I, as, as far as I understand, you work with AFI for frictionless checkout? Uh, yep, AFI is our, our tech partner on, on the uh, frictionless, or I guess some people call it cashierless, um, although ours doesn't have well, it's not. It's certainly not cashierless. Let's let's just say that. So, um, but yeah, this this the frictionless checkout platform, which you know we call Choice now, is in our latest store. Uh, it's a five thousand square foot store, um, and the the goal is to roll it out to the other stores here by the end of Q one. And when you were shopping around for suppliers to work with on this, uh, how did you decide to work with iFi for this? You know, it's a it's a process, right? You know, I actually, you know, prior to choice, come from the procurement background. So the you know the strategic sourcing process and vetting suppliers was always a, a part of my you know early career up until starting choice. So you know, certainly going you know, especially with leading edge technology like this, you have to like measure fifteen times, cut once, right? It's uh, <laughs> yeah. you just really want to make sure you're aligning yourselves with partners that, you know, they get it, they understand uh, the technology, they have the skill sets, they have, you know, the personnel, um, they have, you know, the the right path forward to really, you know, commercialize this um, technology. Because again, it, it is bleeding edge, there's, there, there are going to be accuracy issues and things like that. So, right, it's like, how do you how do you find the partner that, you know, has technology that's commercially viable, but also has the team that's going to support 
uh, you know, any issues that may arise in a timely and efficient manner. So, you know, and we, we, um, yeah, we, we've, we talked to probably more than five separate companies over two plus years before, you know, we made the decision to, to move forward with I-5. And, uh, you know, so far it's been a great decision. You know, we, we work really well with our team. Uh, you know, and we're just in the, 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 the beginning innings here, I guess, of a very long and uh, strategic partnership with them across a number of different formats and sizes. And, you know, so I think um, no doubt it's uh, there are multiple, you know, I, I think everybody knows there's at this point, there's a multitude of uh, options out there in terms of frictionless checkout or autonomous stores, et cetera. But like, um, you know, we think iFi is, is in that upper echelon of, of, of suppliers that, you know, really has, uh, has great tech, but more importantly, great people. That's great. And it's, it's certainly a, a kind of technology that doesn't seem like it's going away anytime soon. If, if anything, I've, I've seen, uh, this sort of tech from, uh, iFi and similar companies just, uh, only more stores. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think it's, um, in my, my, our personal opinion at choice is that, you know, vision-based checkout is not the future. I mean, it is the future. Yes, but like it is, it's here. Um, yeah. and it's, um, you know, but the one, the customer uses it for the first time, like they're, they're pretty much hooked because the convenience factor is there, right. You know, they, they have to, uh, either scan a QR code or, you know, in some cases tap a credit card, depending on the system, and then they're, you know, off and running. And, you know, if they're in a rush, they're out of the store in a few minutes. Like, so, you know, it, it, it fits the convenience channel perfectly, this this technology. And I think you'll start to see it across every retail channel in, in, the, in the near future is, is our, you know, thought. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, you know, for an industry that wants to own convenience, this is this is it. This is what it's going to look like. Yep. Agreed. So you're talking about rolling out this technology at uh, more stores, uh, aside from just the recently opened store. How do you plan to go about informing customers about the new checkout options once once that goes live? Because uh, that, that seems to be a, a, an issue with uh, with some uh, retailers that are implementing you know, similar checkout stuff for the first time. They're, they're not really sure how to best get the word out to their customers. Yeah, I mean, I think it is a learning curve, like any new technology, right? There's a learning curve when there's, you know, when grocery stores first introduced self-checkout that, you know, there was a learning curve. You know, now it's pretty ubiquitous and people get it pretty quickly. I think the similar, you know, process will go through with this particular technology steps in the process is so quick and easy that once a customer does use this tech, um, Again, they tend to be a repeat customer and use the tech uh, quite frequently or almost exclusively because it is, you know, so convenient and quick and easy. So, and we have everybody from, you know, the tech Gen Z millennial to, you know, uh, the 60, 70 year old couple that comes in uh, that uses the technology, which I think, you know, says a lot about accessibility. So overall, it's um, certainly... Uh, yeah, th there's going to be a learning curve. Um, the retailer just has to come up with a, 
platform and a system and a process that, that works for their particular store or that particular unit, right? And each, you know, you could have multiple formats, right? You know, our first location is what's called hybrid shopping. So you can come in and check in and use in Choice Now, or you could order ahead using, you know, the Choice mobile app. You could, we have kiosk in the store, we have a traditional point of sale. So it's not required to use the frictionless checkout. It's just an option. And, you know, uh, increasingly number of people are using that option, but, you know, they can still check out normally. Um, but we're also going to have option fully cashierless versions, small formats that are fully cashierless, you know, and have turnstiles and the like drive adoption, right? You can't even get into the store if, if you're not using the tech, right? So there, there's, you know, everything in between uh, in terms of formats and options. And I think, you know, the retailer has to decide like what's best for them and what's best for that format and that store and that location. Yeah. So with all of the checkout options that Choice offers, are all of these options meeting expectations? Is is there, you know, are, are there a couple that people use more than others or, or uh, options that may not have been uh, adopted as much as you would have liked? Yeah, I think, you know, across the board, we get pretty good adoption across all the various channels. Like, I think being inconvenienced, like, you know, people are on the go and on the run, you know, a lot or, or just time time strapped. So, like, you know, for us, the in-store tech, the you know choice now or in-store kiosk are, are getting great adoption. And, and you know. I think even the order ahead on the prepared food side is doing amazing across all the stores. Um, you know, where, where we would like to increase utilization is like ordering groceries, you know, larger basket sizes, that type of thing ahead of time, you know, or delivery. Like these are two areas that, you know, we Bopus and, and, and native delivery that we're going to continue to grow and scale and make sure the customer understands like, you know, they can shop the whole store and we'll have it ready for them. Um, not just the prepared food. So I think, you know, these are, listen, we launched the, the platform just about a year ago. So, you know, we're, we're still in stabilizing mode and just like, you know, making sure we, you know, have, have, have a platform that, you know, the customers enjoy, then they're going to use. And now it's like, which channels can we continue to promote and, and make sure our customers educate and understands all the various options that Choice offers. Oh yeah, I, uh, I I don't think you're alone in in uh, looking for larger basket sizes with with any any checkout strategy for sure. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's uh, but I think what we we look at it more holistically. It's like let's say you know we have four distinct checkout options, which is you know Bopus or buy online, pick up in store. We have the choice now. We have the in store kiosk. You know, uh, we have third party deliveries, right? So. You know, for us, it's, you know, we just want customers to be in the choice ecosystem and to, you know, experience the tech. And, you know, from there, they join the loyalty program, right? And um, we can start to better merchandise that particular store, that location with products that those customers want and need. Absolutely. So talking about all of these options and uh, and what you've gone through with implementing them, uh, what are some lessons that you've learned working with all of these different technologies that uh, other retailers who might want to implement similar technologies might might want to know before they hop in? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like start foundationally with the data, right? Make sure your data is very clean as best as you can. It's always a 
ongoing process, right? But like, you know, your vendor files, your your product and you know, master data around your um, you know, S, you know, your UPC codes uh and you know, the prices, everything on the front end you can do to make sure that that data is clean and that uh will we'll make sure you're you have the highest level of accuracy, right? So I think, you know, um it's a cart before the horse, you know, type of thing. It's just like uh, if if you implement this technology and your UPCs are off by a couple leading zeros, like it's hard to match up, uh, you know, the backend systems with your point of sale and, you know, things like that. So, you know, for any, I guess, retailer that's looking at this tech, it's like, you know, focus on that first and spend a lot of good quality time, you know, not just, you know, things like prices and naming conventions and things like that but even like photos and pictures right right people on their you know app want to see see the products that they just checked out with right so i think things like that can take quite a while depending on how number skews you have so you know there's a lot of work that goes into getting um you know the data the content and everything ready to launch a platform like this and it's it's an ongoing you know process to maintain that right so it's you know putting in the systems to you know not only get it set up once but to maintain it over time as you add and subtract products so like um you know these things are important but i think what's what we've noticed about the tech is that the planogram which is like basically a digital rendering of your store in terms of the products and the sizes and like the, you know, that exact dimensions of each product and where they belong on the shelf and what shelf, et cetera, you know, it becomes all that more important, which helps you like, I think have a lot more integrity around your inventory and around the placement of what products go where. Um, so it kind of forces you <laughs> in many ways to be um, much more stringent about shelf location and like your inventory management. So I think, um, these are all learning lessons and I think, you know, good learning lessons that you know, we've gone through. And now I think it's, it's made us better as a company and we'll continue to like really dial that, you know, the data and the content and like the planogram in. So speaking of that, uh, work that you have to do beforehand and getting ready for next steps, uh, what's next for checkout at, at choice market? What, uh, how are you going to, uh, expand this moving forward? You know, I, I, you know, again, I think vision-based checkout, I don't think it, it will be, for, at least for choice, the, the core, um, you know, I guess, technology we use moving forward for our checkout experience. And so it could, you know, it will manifest in a number of different types of formats. As I said, we, we have a, a larger format that we've launched us in, but now, you know, we want to go retrofit the current stores. That's kind of like first priority. And then we're launching a small format fully cashierless version in a hospital system here locally that's you know going to be open 24 7 365 with turnstiles uh you know so that's that's a new format for us and i think it's a it's a great use case for the technology that's uh you know in the q1 q2 time frame 2022 um and then as we look forward it's how to, can we integrate it into the pump the pumps right as people pull up to their pumps can we all start to authorize you know, their pump before they start fueling up or their supercharger or even drive through, right? Can you have a fully frictionless, you know, drive through experience? These are things that the tech allows you to 
really start to think, you know, longer term and more strategic about how this technology can work across all different levels of the the convenience store experience, right? So um, these are things certainly we're looking at. We're not ready to announce anything or anything, but like it's, um, and I think a natural evolution of the technology and like the experience that we want to create for our customers. And it's, and then again, these these are not just like one technology or one technology provider such as frictionless it, it's a could be a combination of uh you know geofencing and like uh you know the bopus for instance knowing that that customer is pulling up to the drive through and already having their order ready right these are things that go beyond just um ai and vision systems it's a culmination of a lot of different technologies that we're building out and i think excited to to launch and grow over the, the coming you know months and years here yeah it's exciting to see where it goes Mike, I really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, talking about all the checkout options of choice. Yeah, no, thanks for having me and look forward to uh, you know chatting soon. Excellent. Be sure to check out the January issue of CSP for the Power 20, where you can see Mike and other retailers who have uh, experimented with some fun new checkout options. Join us next time for At Your Convenience. <laughs> <laughs>